Happy Halloween. How are you doing, Gracie? I'm doing good, Hadley, and happy Halloween to you, too. So you got big plans, or are you social distancing this season? We are doing scary social distancing. <laughs> which is Same really, year. The all, all year has been scary social distancing. <laughs> Pretty so much. really not any um, different from any other day of 2020. Pretty much. Yeah, um, I know that it's a it's a full moon tonight, so I'm looking forward to that. But other than that, this is going to be a quiet Halloween at home for us. Exactly, exactly. But there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Uh, you know, I like to have my social distancing even when the, in the best of times. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. So, um. I'm just going to do a little introduction of myself. My name is Hadley Thorne, and I am a urban fantasy author. And Gracie Ellison is my editor and a paranormal writer. So tonight we're going to discuss the strange and mysterious weird world of RH negative blood types. We have found hypotheses stemming from alien hybridization, royal bloodlines, ancient civilizations, the Fae, psychic powers, and medical anomalies. So, um, Gracie, speaking of bloodlines, you know, my dad was RH, RH negative. And I think, aren't you? I am. I found out when I was pregnant seven years ago that I was RH negative. So let's kind of talk about RH negative. Let's talk about the science first. Um, in case anyone is unfamiliar with blood types, um, most of us fall into one of eight different categories. So you can be A, B, O, or AB positive, and you can be A, B, O, AB negative. So in science terms, if, if your blood has the rhesus factor protein, you're RH positive. And if your blood does not have that protein, you are RH negative. And it sounds really simple, but it's really not. RH negative blood cannot be traced to any other animal species. It cannot be traced to any evolutionary process. Scientists cannot even explain how RH negative blood originated. Um, during research for this, I found a um, statistic that over 612 primate species and subspecies recognized by scientists um, were studied, and not one of them contained Rh negative blood. So that's it's unique to humans alone. Um, and if that doesn't sound weird enough, it gets weirder. So we are very rare. Um, only about 15% of the population has an RH negative blood type. Uh, RH negatives cannot be infused with any um, RH positive blood, but we can donate to positive um, RH carriers. And women who are RH negative will reject their, their fetus with RH positive blood. This is a phenomenon unique to us as an animal species. Um, and if there's not a medical intervention, like a Rogam shot, the mother's blood will consider the baby um, as other. It will consider it as 
foreign and attack the placenta and abort the baby spontaneously. Um, so we have those medical interventions to prevent that now. And RH negatives have some unique traits that are pretty common um, amongst all RH negatives. And usually we will have red or reddish tinted hair, blue or hazel eyes. Um, some say we have an extra vertebrae or rib. Uh, high blood pressure or low blood pressure, I've seen both um, documented, but what it really means is it's extreme. It's going to be at one end of the scale or the other. Um, low body temperature, high IQ, um, psychic abilities, um, extrasensory perception. We are tend to be highly uh, empathetic, empathetic and intuitive. Sometimes we may just know things are true without evidence. And we pick up on energies or knowing something isn't spiritually right. Uh, sensitive to electromagnetic waves. Some say we see shadow people and we cannot be cloned. And, and um, um, I want to talk about this for just a second. Um, some believe RH negative blood is a copper based blood instead of iron based. And we also have some immunity to bacterial and viral infections due to the nature of um, how viruses attack our blood cells. We don't have that protein for them to attach to um, things like HIV or Ebola. Um, or the Black Plague don't have the, we don't have that protein for that virus to spread. So we've got a lot to unpack here, Hadley. So you want to get started? Well, it's just fascinating to me. Um, first off, because, I mean, shadow people can't be cloned. It sounds like something from science fiction, you know? And exactly. here you are, <laughs> you know, and um, <laughs> it's just crazy. I'm, I'm really is. curious about the bacterial and viral infections, if they've done any research yet with COVID. Are RH negative people um, testing more positive or negative for it? I mean, what's going on with that? Have you researched that at all? Well, I've done some research, and I'm sure if anybody is keeping up with the news, they've seen some... Um, research studies and some articles that have come out recently that have established that certain blood types are um, more susceptible to the COVID infection. So they're saying that type A, their proteins on type A blood are very compatible with the proteins on the COVID virus. So they tend to attach uh, very readily and start replicating um, and spreading throughout the uh, person that's infected. But I have not heard anything that delineates between a positive or a negative. And I'm sure those studies are, are in the works right now, which I would be fascinated to see that since we do have some sort of latent immunity to things like HIV and the black plague, if it, that will translate to COVID as well. Well, we'll have to revisit this topic later um, in 2021 once we get some research um, facts and figures back. 
but I definitely want to revisit it because I want to do a whole show on COVID because it's just such a fascinating topic. Um, but everybody, Absolutely. I'm sure, is tired of it right now. But what about the electromagnetic waves? What did you find out about that? Well, with the um, sensitivity to electromagnetic waves, this is very interesting because they say that people that have Rh negative blood tend to um, overload circuits. Um, and there are some anomalies, uh, electrical anomalies that follow them wherever they go. Now, on a personal um, reflection on this, I've been married for several years and my husband makes fun of me because we go through more small appliances than anyone ever should because <laughs> they short out. I have I don't know how many hair dryers I've had in my life or coffee pots or toasters. I had a coffee pot catch on fire one time. Um, so I don't know if they're related or if I just have really bad luck with appliances. I'm not really sure which one, you know, will win that argument. Well, I'm just fascinated because I only recently found out, um, I knew that my dad had a rare blood type, but I did not realize that he was, um, AB negative, which is the, you know, one of mm -hmm. the rarest, I think, mm -hmm. or the rarest. And, um, yes. So I would be a carrier for that. And I have had um, weird, weird things that I've noticed, which I'm also a rare blood type. I'm, I'm AB. Um, so, yes. but being yes. a carrier, I have a lot of these traits. I have reddish hair when my, before I went um, gray and hazel eyes, low body temp. I have some psychic abilities, empathic, intuition, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I've never been able to wear a watch. I stop watches. It's like there's, and I've always said there's like an electromagnetic pulse in my arm that it stops the battery. I cannot wear one. Um, wow. I've seen shadow people. I don't know about being cloned. I'm hoping I can't because that kind of scares me. And, um, you know, I, I have a problem with iron. And that's one of the other things that I found was that, um, some people believe that this is from like fey kind elves, that sort of thing. Interbreeding with humans could be where the RH negative comes from. And, you know, they're the fey have a aversion to iron, which is interesting. Yes. It's just very interesting. But um, going back to electromagnetic waves, I want to say that you had mentioned in one of our earlier research calls that Nikola Tesla was RH negative. Is, can you tell me a little yes. bit more about that? Sure. Um, Nikola Tesla, um, a famous inventor and considered the father of electricity. Forget about Edison. It was all about Tesla. Um, he revolutionized how we look at electricity and he also has some amazing plans that did not come to fruition because of funding and um, some governmental influence and, and interference at the time but it is believed that since tesla has this rh negative blood which is theorized to be copper based 
it was a lot easier for him to work with electricity because he could not conduct the electricity as readily as an RH positive person with an iron-based blood, which is, is very conductive. It's fascinating. He's another one I could do a whole show on because he fascinates me. Um, Absolutely. We should, we should put that um, on our, our list. Yes. Our wish list. Uh, Yes. Our wish list, our ever growing wish list. (laughs) Every time we talk, it's like it it gets longer. Um, So we talked about the Fae. Let's tackle aliens because that's another theory that I kept coming across time and time again is that um, people think that there, and I, sh- I should say there's a big following of people who believe that it's not the Fae, it's, it's the aliens, which, you know, there's a lot of interchangeability there between, you know, the Fae and the aliens. So um, what did you hear about the aliens? Didn't you find something about hybrid- hybridization? Or was that, yeah. or was that so, just me? <laughs> if you look at this, no. And what was so interesting in the research that I did, these legends about um, the hybridization between humans and aliens is very prevalent throughout all cultures. And it appears in many ancient texts that that is interwoven with the creation of man stories. So, um, you know, just talking about one that's a little bit more familiar for me is looking at Bible stories. And um, if we remember, you know, our Sunday school classes, we all talked about in Genesis, the Nephilim. And the Nephilim were known as warriors and they were known as giants. And they're also referred to as fallen angels. And the legend is, is when they fell to earth, they saw the um, women of man on earth and thought they were beautiful and um, had relations with them. And that's how the RH negative bloodline was born. Um, And there's also a couple of quotes from the Bible that really reinforce looking at uh, Genesis 6 and it says when men to increase on earth and daughters were born to them the divine being saw how beautiful the daughters of men were and took wives from among those who pleased them um, so it really leaves us the question so do we believe the Nephilim were fallen angels or were they aliens did the people in biblical times interpret alien visitation as fallen angels. So can do well, we do we delineate from that at all? Well, in my research into mythologies from, you know, cultures across the, the world, one of the things that I found in every mythology is a type of angelic being. Um, winged warriors so to speak and um from the i guess ancient syrians to you know you have the valkyries and the norse mythology you you have winged warriors and like i said almost every every society so 
I'm curious. I, I had a Wiccan um, priest tell me one time that before, I guess, it, it all depends on like which, I guess, beginning story you you identify with but what he told me was before like before the you know whatever happened to the dinosaurs happened there was an age before an age of when and this this is all stuff that i tie into my book um so if you wonder where i got some ideas from it's it's from this sort of belief system is that there was a time before when all the races resided as one and so you could have the elves and you could have these angelic beings all coexisting in one world. But there came a time when those beings decided to step sideways from the, the world as we know it, the world of men. And they t stepped over. And so they know how to get back and forth. And if you look into Norse mythology, you have, you know, Bifrost and the the bridge and Loki knows all the gateways into the world and you know it's all fascinating and I, I really like I said I, re I really tie that into my writing but that's kind of what I think is that you know do you go look into all of a sudden in the 15th century suddenly you have this RH negative blood type that appears something happened something occurred yeah. around that time period yeah. in France and um, I want, and this ties into some of the, um, and I, I can't think of the family name, but it's the Mary Magdalene line that um, you were telling me went to France, the Holy Grail and, and all of that. So can you tell me more about that? Because, again, fascinating. Sure. Yes, this is very fascinating. And um, I just want to preface this with the statement that we're just talking about theories. We're not trying to influence any belief system. We're not, um, you know, trying to solve any definitely, problems. Definitely, definitely. So this is just for fun. Yeah, people need to realize. You know, people uh, need to realize we're creative minds. We look at all these different things, and you know, whether we buy stock in it or not, is still, mm -hmm. you know, we'll plant seeds in our in our creative mind, and we take it from there. Um, exactly. I am of the exactly. belief system that, so, um, you know, I, I guess I should say that I feel feel like people should believe what feels true to them, because that's what I do. Yeah. If it feels right, I believe it. If not, you know, I just I kind of file it away and keep it. But um, does it mean it's not fascinating? And does it mean I'm not totally intrigued and want to learn more? But yes, please explain about um, the Mary Magdalene. Uh, yes. So the legend is um, Mary Magdalene, after um, crucifixion of Jesus, fled um, Israel, and she ended up in France. Um, she went there by boat and fled to France. And when she was there, um, she was pregnant. And the bloodline from her pregnancy went ended up being the Merovingian family. And if you've never heard of the Merovingian family, um, it's, it's a lot more than a character in the Matrix. Um, we'll put it that way. Could you spell that, that in case somebody wants to Google it and look it up? Could you spell that for everybody? 
Absolutely. Sure, it is. M E R O V I N G I A N. The Merovingians. And we'll put the Merovingians were a royal family in France. I was going to say, we'll put the um, the title in the notes because there's some feedback that comes in and out sometimes. So, um, which, please understand this is our first episode and it's going to be a little bit rough. We'll work out the bugs as we go, we promise. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Be kind Sorry. to us this first time <laughs> because, you know, please be kind. It's pretty funny. Anything that could go wrong probably is. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And, you know, you've got an RH negative on here, and, you know, I'm probably, you know, shorting out something. So, um, but talking about the Merovingian, so the theory is that this family was the direct descendants of Mary Magdalene and, and Jesus. So, this family was a ruling family for several years in France. Um, they were very powerful and they came from a very long bloodline and the Merovingians, there are a lot of, um, mysteries surrounding that family. There are a lot of legends surrounding that family. Uh, one of the most interesting ones, uh, leads back to what, um, Hadley was saying earlier is that, the Merovingians were of fae descent as well, and they had fae blood. And that's also another thing that made them um, very powerful. They were other. They had extra abilities. Um, so there's a lot going on with the legends around that family, but I'll, the main viewpoint is, is they are the direct descendants of Mary Magdalene, and that's how they came into power. And some believe that that family is cursed uh, because of their power. Um, they, they had so much power so fast and they ruled with an iron hand. Um, so that's where a lot of legends from RH negatives come from. Well, Oh, were and they located in the Basque? Yes, they were located all through France. They were they were French rulers. Okay, because in my research, I did find where the Basque region had the highest concentration of RH negative people in the world. Yes, and that's yes. a and region that people. Yes, and that's it's in Lower France and. Upper Spain, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. I also found exactly. um, information about the Berbers in North Africa mm-hmm. that um, they're they're around they're located around Mor- Morocco. That yes, unlike um, other indigenous cultures in Africa, these people were fair skinned, blonde headed, red headed. Um, light colored eyes. They had the the blue hazel eyes. And also um, on the Canary Islands, there were, and again, RH negative. Um, I think I might have forgot that up the Berbers, but the Berbers have a percentage of, you know, their tribe that are 
high RH negative. And the same in the Canary Islands, which completely fascinated me. I think I told you that um, I found where there were redheaded mummies in Egypt. And I think you mentioned something about one of the famous pharaohs. Did I lose you? Guys, I think that um, Gracie is having a little bit of technical difficulty, but there she's back. Yeah. There she is. I'm back. Okay. 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 Uh, what was the last that you heard? So we were talking about um, maybe some famous people, very powerful people that were RH negative. Well, I had mentioned that I found out about the redheaded mummies in Egypt yes. as the first thing. Yes. And, um, I was asking you about a, a famous pharaoh. Yes, absolutely. Um, King Tut was um, RH negative. They found that when they uh, exhumed his body from the pyramids. So fascinating. I'd be interested to know about Cleopatra. Have you? Yes, yes, that would be that would be something to look into. So that's again very Absolutely. very interesting. Um, other famous yes. people that we were talking about, I think um, the British royal family. Didn't um, yes, the entire British royal family. Yeah, and we're not talking just you know the the Windsor line, but like everyone. It's yes, yes, um, and of course most of our presidents are. Um, presence throughout the years have been RH negative. That fascinates me. Which leads us to some other other crazy conspiracies too. (laughs) The shadows who's in control. Um yeah, we can totally go down lizard people. I'd never found anything about the lizard people. So you'll have to tell us about the lizard people. Did you find where um is that tied to the ancient alien? I think so. I think so. Um, I didn't really dive deep into it because it, you know, I'm, I embrace the unknown, but that just seemed a little too unknown for me. Um, yeah. So the theory is that the lizard people, of course, are of alien descent. And they are the ruling class of uh, our country and different countries around the world. And they have an agenda, a shadow agenda to um, rule us all. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And they have help through, um, you know, different shadowy groups like the Illuminati or, um, the Bilderberg group and it, it's, it's very um, new world order type of conspiracy, which I really I, didn't get into for this, for this podcast, but you know, wish list. Yeah. I was going to say definitely. <laughs> wish list. Um, 
it's it's going to be an interesting year to, once we start getting some research back. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. For, from all the crazy that has happened in 2020. Um, I'm, just, I'm interested kidding. to see. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. I've been really curious about why we haven't heard more about the government coming out and admitting that for, you know, close to 50 years, there was a government cover up about UFOs. And it's like COVID happened and no one's really paid attention to the fact that we've been lied to for years. And that when they ruined people's lives over the, the UFO cover ups that they did. Exactly. They made them look like they were insane. I mean, mm-hmm. some people were committed. Some people lost everything that they had um, in retaliation for this information. And now, you know, in the middle of this huge global chaos, they just drop it. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, it was all true. And everybody said, but, but COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um... We're busy over here. We can't look over there right now. I'm really excited to see. Well, I don't know if excited is the right word. Intrigued, uh, mystified to see what the predictions are going to be for 2021. Um, Because, you know, everyone was all, I think at the end of 2019, everyone was so enthusiastic about what 2020 was going to bring. And, you know, as much as people complain about 2020, and I'm one of them, um, you know, you have to look at how much we've overcome, you know, just on a personal level, a number of people have, you know, had struggles that they've never had before. And exactly had a fun. And and so, you know, um, and I've told you this before with um, psychic readings and things like that, that is often not, what you interpret it is not what your ego is mm-hmm. interpreting it to be. It's what the universe wants for you. And your psychic may be right. Um, right. It just not, might not be the way you want it. So I'm starting to see that maybe this um, <clears throat> entire hellscape that has been 2020 has actually really been a cathartic time period. I mean, a lot of people have, reconnected with their families um mm-hmm. you know uh and i mean that in a and i don't have kids so that's not you know something but uh, i know i've seen people spend a lot more time with their children that they're you know making choices to homeschool and um yeah, of course some people aren't having or having those choices taken away from them but you know here where i live we've actually seen a lot of kids go back to school and they're really taking precautions, which has been amazing to see people step up. And then you have on the other hand, these adults that are out there and regardless of if they're, they're, they're for masks, they're not for masks. It's just the, um, I think we've talked about the, the idiocracy (laughs) of it. Yes. Um, I didn't I'm know afraid. when I watched I'm Idiocracy afraid. several years ago, it would become a documentary. I know, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> don't pour that Mountain Dew on that plant. <laughs> I've never thought <laughs> to tell people that. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a crazy year. And as we're wrapping it up, I mean, here here we are, the last day of October. You know, and I, I know you, you know my situation. I've, I've been home 
um, for the most part, since March. Right. And and really have have really self isolated because I have a family member that I live with that um is immunocompromised. So we've had to take right. some, some extra precautions regarding that. And um it's Absolutely. been it's been terrifying and it's been great and it's it's been, you know, kind of like resetting what's important and I don't know. It should be interesting to see what 2021 is going to bring. Um, and yes, yes as, as bad well, as everything has seemed, I think there there is a lot of positive that's going to come out of this. Exactly. Change is messy. Yes. Change is messy. All great changes um, are preceded by chaos. Exactly. Or, exactly. Is that right? Did I say that right? I don't know. You know what I mean? I Chaos comes before great changes. I, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about this at a, um, probably in our December show, but a lot of astrologers were sounding the alarm about 2020 before we even got here because they could see the change coming. Um, interestingly enough, a few minutes before we, um, came on air i was watching um a short video on youtube and it was done in 2019 and he was an astrologer and he's really got a lot of things right he, he saw the disruption he saw uh, the economic collapse he saw the people in the street and you know what it boils down to is we have a huge change coming a cosmic you'll, change. You'll have to. Um, we'll have to put the link for everyone to to check him out and um, yeah, in, in our in our sure um, upload it. on YouTube. But yeah, um, it's it's interesting. Like I said, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen. I mean, and I know that you know that I I do speak with a um, a psychic at the time, and she did not mention anything. And when I asked her about it later, she said, mm -hmm. well, it didn't have anything to do with you. And she's right because, you know, for the most part with my situation, other than staying home, which, you know, I work from home. So mm -hmm. my situation has not really changed because right. I was staying home before because of my family member. Um, it mm -hmm. you know, made me be more careful about going out. Like instead of going to the store, you know, I actually have things delivered now. But um, so it really has been very interesting to see what's going to happen. And I love to look back and see what, you know, um, psychics predicted after the fact, you know. Yes. <laughs> I, lo I love yes, um, exactly. Coast to Coast AM. I usually do like have they'll have a bunch of psychics call in at the end of the year and they'll do predictions. And I always love to mm -hmm. listen to those like five years later to see what they got right. But um, exactly. Exactly. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah this I mean, I just know for myself, like on my phone, I've got the news app or local news app on my phone. And every time that notification goes off, I'm thinking, what now? Now what? Yeah. I, you know? I, I actually deleted that app from my phone because I was like, you know, it's just a hellscape. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's, it's a dystopian hellscape. Yeah, it's it's. It seemed much worse than um, the people who were actually out and about were, were making, you know, it seem. And that's what one of my other um, acquaintances had said is 
you should, you know, just take some time and go to the store and see that people aren't crazy. Because, you know, if you watch the news, it seems like they are. Exactly. But they're, really, they're really not acting that bad. Um, exactly. But, so. Well, we are in for... Oh, go ahead. We're in Sorry. for a rocky couple of months. I know, this, we're in for a rocky couple of months, so it's not over. No, definitely not. Um, as we headed to flu season, I'm, I'm sad to say I think that um, it's we're gonna it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Um, Absolutely. But um, it, it it's scary, um, and. You know, I feel for all of our healthcare workers out there. You you all have done an amazing job. Definitely, kudos to everybody who has been essential workers and are out there making a difference yes. every day, so that people like me can stay home. Um, we really exactly. appreciate that. So we actually have some nurses that come in to um, take care of my family member, and I don't know how they do it because. You know, they're they're warriors. They really are. They're the modern warriors. Absolutely. Absolutely. So is there anything else you want to talk about with the RH negative? Or do we want to wow, there's give still... a little a little peek about um November? Yeah, um I wanna let you give the peek about uh November and I will take over for December. We've got Great. the next couple of episodes planned for everybody. Yes. So for November, um, I really wanted to tackle like remote viewing, but I think I'm going to do a more deep look into what types of um, psychic warriors or warfare the um, government was following up on that, that created the remote viewing um, task force and all that they had and the men who stare at goats and, and all that wonderful stuff. Um, if you read... I can't think of the book. Um, so I guess maybe you haven't read it, but it was a Stephen King book where he talks about like the experiments that the Russians did and where they, they had the mm -hmm. psychics and all that. Um, I would really like to do some more research into that and to see, um, like I said, I love that the FBI does remote viewing classes. I've always wanted to take one. Yes. Um, I'm just very interested in seeing what's going to come up with that. And I know that, you know, some of y'all are probably just as eager as I am. And of course, if you have any ideas for shows or topics or anything like that, definitely let us know. Um, we are going to be doing this hopefully more often in 2021 if Gracie's schedule allows it. Um, but yes. currently we're going to we're going to do one show a month, maybe two if we can work it out. But uh, we will get better as time goes on. So please bear with us. And Gracie, please tell us about your wonderful idea for the December show. So I just mentioned that a lot of astrologers, um, they saw the uh, celestial patterns for 2020 and knew that we were in for a cosmic changing year. And there are some fascinating planetary alignments and some huge shifts in um, our cosmic consciousness coming our way in December. And all those events will be taking place on uh, the winter solstice of this in December, uh, 
December 21st. And you thought this conversation ended in 2012. No, no, it's back. So we're going to talk about how some of those cosmic alignments actually started in 2012, and they will um, uh, come to a head this December. So it was an actually an eight-year transition. Um, you want to make I guess something we all thought in 2012, everything was going to happen at once. No. Uh, yeah, it was a gradual I, change. I actually did a workshop, I think it was probably in 2003, on the the mind calendar ending in 2012 and this is one mm -hmm. of the things that i found is and and i was thinking about this when you told me and i was like oh my gosh you know here we are because 2020 seemed so far away it never registered on me that it would be something i would be seeing but it actually yes. is the, the dawning of the age of aquarius right i mean that's yes that is correct it is correct all planetary alignments that we see will uh, no longer um, be like we see them in the sky. They will be in the um, constellation of Aquarius, which means we're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is an air sign. Uh, it's a more feminine energy. And Aquarius is associated with many uh, political change, positive political change, uh, world change, new innovations, new technologies, very revolutionary um, shift in in mankind in general. So that should be interesting. Well, it's definitely going to be different. That's going to be for sure. Because, you know, people don't think about the stars influencing us so much but when you think about the moon uh -huh. determines what's going on with the ocean and we're made up of so much water it's just you know the heavens really do impact who we are i've had my astrology chart done um which uh -huh. i will tell y'all i am an aries with a pisces moon and a gemini ascendant which means i have like five different personalities which is pretty clear <laughs> I have one, <laughs> I have one earth sign out of my entire, all my houses, which there's, there's like, you know, I think 12, I don't know how many there are. It, it's been a while since I've looked at it, but I did only have one earth sign. So I'm all over the place. And I was like, this explains so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but um, I, I that is something I haven't done. I'm also oh. in Aries, but I would love to get. Um, my chart's done. I, I just have not done that. That's right. Our birthdays are real, are real close. Um, yes, they are. They are. But no, the Pisces, yes. the, the moon sign is like who you really are. Like your, your right. sun sign is like what you present to the world. But deep down, I am a emo Pisces. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then I am an emo Pisces as well. So <laughs> I don't, like when you look up at the, description of an Aries I don't really meet any of those oh I mean, it's really but I can say you do I mean on the surface you oh, feel... okay well <laughs> but but having this the similar you know sign I can say that you know I can see that you're you come across as a leader you come across as headstrong and independent and fierce I mean you do so, yeah, okay. That. But I also know you well enough uh, to say. I'll say I'm humble because I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but um, I'll say that uh, I will say that I do know your inner goth. So, um, yes, you know, your, your your Pisces goth child is, you know, I, I know it well. Yes, it, it it is alive and well. And the the Gemini part for my ascendant side, you know, is that I I'm very um, dual. You know, I can run hot and cold. Um, I tend mm-hmm. to to be very wishy-washy at times you know not so much as I as I age but that's just because I'm learning better but but no when I was younger very very indecisive because I could see things on you know one side is it's very grounded and the other side is completely you know out there and crazy so yeah I was really disappointed with um my daughter because her taste in music and everything's so different from mine. And I told my husband, I said, she did not inherit my emo gene. <laughs> she does what not have the emo gene. What kind of music does she like? Um, I don't want to like, you know, um, single anything out, but it was, <laughs> it's not, it's not my taste. It is not my taste in music. Like, well, I tried to get her to listen. I had some Cure on in the car one time. She's like, what is that? Oh, see, Mom, I've been on like a 1980s, like Morrissey and the Cure kick lately. And it's like, you know, I don't think I enjoyed them fully when I was, you know, young. But now it's like, I, it, it's so reminiscent of that time in my life. I just want to listen to it. Exactly. And of course, I like the blues and I like jazz. And no, she does not. Well, she'll. Let's revisit this when she's older. Let's revisit this when she's older. Yes. But I feel like I had that early. Like, I really felt like I had that ingrained very early. But you know, when, because very similar here. um, And I think where I was raised has a lot to do with my appreciation of. Of, of, of wanting a, a certain amount of soul and connection yes. with her music. But again, it's that emo side. I want to that, feel the music. That, yes. Yes. I want music to tell a story and I want to feel it. Exactly. So, but I mean, I'm exactly. like you, I'm all over the place music wise. Um, I listen to yes. a little bit of everything. Um, it's got to be really bad for me not to like it. And I'm not that, and I I don't mean that in a, there, because there's obviously some things I'm just not as drawn to, but I usually can like at least one song out of every genre. Yes. Very, I think that's very um, fair. And that's how I feel too, because there may be a genre I don't like. I'm like, I really like that song though. Yeah. Don't know why. I've got a dirty secret of a pop song that every time I hear it, it just makes me smile. And it, also, at the same time, embarrasses me. I'm so ashamed <laughs> to like it. <laughs> we all have those. Like, if it comes on, I'm singing. If you follow me on Facebook, you'll periodically see me post the video of the song and say, it it, and it's it, not it's, even the official video. Voice. It's not even the official video. It's a video spoof that these people did to it. And it just make it just takes me to a happy, warm filled spot, just deep in my soul. I know. So like I I do have some controversial music loves myself. So 
I know. I've ridden in the car with you. I know. Right? <laughs> yes. We we like our music. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Um, All the music. But yeah, so December should be fine. Um, we hope it's fine. We'll see on December 21st <laughs> if it'll be fine. Um, December 21st is my favorite day of the year. Well, like they say, like astrology, if you translate it, it really does mean um, as above, so below. Mm-hmm. So meaning whatever happens in the, in the heavens above, it translates to us down below. So um, if anybody out there is feeling some strange energy or if you just don't feel right, you, you may be picking up on some of the changes that are coming. So you're not alone. Not alone at all. Um, I've noticed with my animals that they have been picking up on certain things, um, acting stranger mm-hmm. than normal. Um, mm-hmm. my, I've got two that two dogs that are, are highly sensitive. One, whenever I practice Reiki, she does it. And uh, when, when my Reiki master came over to the house, she was drawn to her. And she, mm-hmm. in fact, she'll ask me how that dog's doing. But um, that dog, whenever I'll start practicing Reiki, wherever she is, she comes and she's like, do me, do me, do me. And that's who I practice on. <laughs> I practice on the dogs. Um, so it just fascinates me. But she's hypersensitive to storms. And I think she gets mm-hmm. migraines. Um, but, uh, you know, no vet has told me that. It's just my own uh, based on me doing Reiki on her, that's what I think is going on. And then I have another dog that um, he has canine epilepsy. And whenever, which he, he had an episode this week, which he tends to shadow me when he gets that way. He wants to be right up on me. And it's a, uh, I've noticed the pattern with him is it tends to be about, 24 to 48 hours before a bad weather system moves through. And this week we did have some weather, but he Mm -hmm. had his seizure like 24 hours after, which the weather changed, but it it was outside of his pattern. He's a seven year old dog. He started having um, canine epilepsy seizures when he was about three. So I've got about three years worth of, you know, paying close attention to him. And I will say that um, this week has been a little bit different. I don't know if it's because of the weather getting colder, but um, I did notice something. But they have all been acting very, very strange. Um, you know, it could be that things are changing, um, the mm-hmm. seasons. The, you know, I'm just not sure, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. You and I have talked about Only time the, will tell. Yeah. You and I have talked about the negativity that we've sensed in oh, others. Yes. And it could be the election. Um, it could be a lot of things. Like like someone one day told me I just need to turn off the news, which I really don't watch a whole lot. I watch a little bit in the morning and the evening. But even if I turned off everything, I still feel like there's something wrong. Yeah. Like I don't need well, you, I don't need anybody to tell me. You can't be psychic. And tuned in to the flows of the energy that surrounds you. Because we all give off energy. I mean, everybody does. It's 
it's just how it is. I mean, people people are little right. energy magnets, and you can't right. well, have beings of energy exactly. And you can't have all of this negativity not impact you. You right. know, we're being bombarded with negative energy, and I don't I don't care. Uh, and I will say this: I am a historian at heart. I do not really testify to one side or the other. I'm very neutral and very, I'm very Swiss and everything. And um, it doesn't matter what side you're on. You have to admit there's a lot of negativity in the world. Absolutely. Whether, you know, again, it's whether you're pro COVID, anti COVID, what, whatever it's, whatever is going on is negative and it impacts mm-hmm. us. We're, you know, it's, it's very tense. It's a very tense energy that's surrounding everybody right now. Yes, absolutely. And I think maybe a lot. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and I think a lot of the um, aggression that we have seen lately is from people that may feel that energy, but they don't know what to do with it. Um, You and I are aware of it and we can, you know, try to channel it. But a lot of people, they, they just give into it. So I think. I think that's why our society is, is a little shaky right now. Well, definitely. There's big changes coming. And it's not just, it's just not in the mm-hmm. States. It's everywhere. Um, no, sister, it's worldwide. Sister, exactly. My sister lives overseas um, on an army base and it's there too. I mean, mm-hmm. she's, she exactly. sees it in the country she's in. Um, in the, and they've, you know, they have handled things much differently than the States have. And, Again, mm-hmm. it's a, um, it's, it's not any different there. You know, they're just as afraid exactly. as we are. They're, you know, just as cautious. They're just as concerned. Um, right. So it's interesting. Well, interesting time, my friend. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, time will tell if those new alignments that happen in December, let, let's just all put out some positive energy out there. It's all going to be for the good, which I feel like it will be. I feel like this is going to be a positive change and we just had to go through the fire to get to the other side. Yeah. And that's something that years ago I was going through a really tough time. And you know how you always think it's the worst it's ever going to be and that you're just not going to come through it. And I had a wise, right. wise person tell me, they go, you know what? It's like a wheel. It always comes around what it seems like the worst possible thing that can ever happen to you, you will get through it and live through it. And that, you know, there will come a time when you'll look back on it and you'll remember. And you got through that too. You know, you always get through it. That's what we do. We get through things. Exactly. That's all we can do. And we got, we all have each other. So Uh, that's a good spot to leave it on. We all got each other. So I think so. Namaste, my friend. I think so. Absolutely. Well, we want to tell all of our uh, listeners, please be careful in the next coming weeks. It it may be a little crazy, but we're going to join you again in November. And maybe we won't have so many technical issues. (laughs) That would be amazing. We might have to test this out a couple (laughs) of times before. But um, Gracie, please let everybody know what you're working on and what to expect from you and what's coming up in your, um, your little world. Sure. So um, currently I'm a little um, 
bogged down. I'm going to graduate school right now, but um, I'm actually writing a paper about uh, COVID-19 and a emergency drill that was done in 2019 called Crimson Contagion that mirrored what happened this year. Um, the government exercise was very similar to what's happening now. So I'm kind of diving into that. And I'm hoping uh, next year I'm going to be starting a series of romance novels, paranormal romance novels. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. That is awesome. I won't get into details, but just think. uh, Yeah, not going to get into details, but think about cursed objects. Yeah, well, that's going to be our January topic, too. Yeah, cursed objects. So, yeah, this should be fun. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. So, um, for myself, I am in the midst of working with a new production company. I think y'all have seen, um, maybe seen it on our uh, advertisements, but working with Nightcrawler's Productions, and there might be something exciting coming out of the pike with that. Um, I am also in the final stages of getting my book ready for publication. And I'm so excited uh, about that. Um, it is at the editor. Hint, hint, Gracie Ellison. Hint, um, hint. Gracie <laughs> needs to start editing again. <laughs> and I've got a, a great um, graphic artist that I'm working with that I'm supposed to get with this weekend about cover art and stuff. So I'm super excited. Um, oh, I'm excited a, about that. This is a lifelong dream for me. I've always wanted to write a book. And I was lucky enough to be able to do it. And I just am feeling the blessings. Yes. And as Hadley's editor, I'm going to tell you, it is awesome. You guys are in for a treat. Yeah. I was thinking today, would you say that it's urban fantasy or would you call it, what would you call it? Because I I would still say urban fantasy. I like urban fantasy and and fantasy. Yeah. So. Yeah. But um, it's it's out there. Uh, it's, It's been coming around for a long time I started developing the idea in 2016 and like I said I started um really getting down and writing in July of this year and I'm super excited that it's about to happen so awesome awesome things so you guys be sure to like us on Twitter we're weird realities um w-y-r-d realities uh, we're also on Weird Reality's channel at YouTube, and you can find me at um, Hadley Thorne. I'm on Facebook. I think it's Hadley.Thorne10 on Facebook. Um, we'll, we'll be putting our contact information probably out with, with all this. Y'all can be sure and follow us and see what's going on in our worlds. Definitely look forward to hearing back from our audience, hopefully with some some great insight as to how we can make things better and some maybe some ideas um, that y'all would like us to follow up on that we mentioned today or maybe even some new ones. So Exactly. Oh, and don't miss the full moon. It is a blue moon on Halloween in 2020. So be sure tonight to go out and look at the full moon, guys. Yes. Absolutely. And that's Hadley Thorne out for um, our October show. Bye, Gracie. Or I should say good night, Gracie.
<laughs> Good night, everyone, and we will see you next time.